0: from that moment forth, we can always use our words. That's exactly one of those things that we have as a people. So welcome again, and I look forward to hearing from you. Welcome back to my lovely IHP community. We have a story with a channeled guidance, or stories with channeled guidances, and the how am I going to say this? The energies about and the different types of conversations we've been having—the opportunity to look at together—are continuing to expand in these most magical ways. When we did a couple of days ago, I think it was an episode, I actually shared with you the messages that were coming through and it's in how can i a little bubble so sometimes the themes that we get to discuss are in these little bubbles and that would be because we have one i think it's today when this comes out that we have a full moon and lunar eclipse like a full lunar eclipse and the energies usually start to express themselves to each of us in our own way 3 days prior to the full moon then 3 days after but this one because it's also a lunar eclipse if I remember correctly, some of the astrologers were saying that it uh, lasts. It can last anywhere from now three days, ten days to six months, something like that. But here's where when you're in that spectrum of self-empowerment with your human elements, your spiritual elements and spirituality. So it means, you know, that as a person, you have this amazing nervous system, this amazing brain and the mind that you have, your thoughts and emotions, you get to navigate them so that you can bring neuroplasticity in a way of benefiting your brain development in a way of benefiting a lot of different things that we're not going to talk about right now so the stories are not for too much psychoeducation and really it's an aspect that I love tapping into with you together but not going deep dive in here's what you should do or not do that's for potential mentorship one-on-one programs right and uh based on even like you know how nutritionists they give that list of things to do so what i was trying to get at though is that the mind your imagination the way you think things through are what helps to shape your brain as the psychoeducators that i'm getting to learn from are sharing and on that note the human elements those clairs the ascension excuse me the spiritual elements declares the ascension energies everything from astrology to metaphysics to esotericism dreams <clears throat> astral travel and i don't think it's only astral travel i forget there's other words that i could use that i don't remember because i remain completely uneducated on terminology and my brain doesn't remember data points like that <clears throat> but what i can tell you is that the dream state for those of us in a 5d plane we pick up the ones who are full consciousness, I should express that, and that are in enlightenment soul age group. We pick up on our main and immediate oversoul, and then the extended collective, but there's also a theme for, like with the episodes, this will resonate and support primarily those who are inclined to be in a 5D state of consciousness, body type, with the enlightenment soul age group as their potential option and or at the very least that they become seekers meaning people who disengage from identifying with information but instead being in mahasamadhi samadhi so words are words emotions are emotions these are not of any existential consequences we can have completely opposing views about everything and anything political economical sociological all of it all of it conspiracy is not conspiracy whatever it is The functional adult in a room is forgiving, nuanced, and beyond forgiving. So here's that one note that came through with the channeled guidance that I uh, am trying to get to as well. Forgiveness, this word. We've been taught it. We've been taught it. There's many stories behind it and stories which to those who are still in 3D, 4D, separateness, consciousness, so mindset and energetic spectrums are quote unquote using, and I say quote unquote because it's, it's where it always depends who's tuning in. So for the 5D person, thoughts and emotions are not of any existential consequence. And the expanding consciousness voice is primarily 100% on always when we're doing Lightworkers Life, expanding consciousness voice. Here I try to ensure that I also engage with those who are not expanding consciousness. In a way of hoping to help them understand, because I know they won't be able to understand, because their left brain is the lead, their right brain is nowhere in the room unless it's being triggered, which means those implicit memories and/or just the stuff that is from their heritage is coming up. So they're going to be like, "Ah, oh, nope, this is not right." They're going to feel like uncomfortable with something, and they're going to then be in that ego land which is why I say no ego-sensitive people, but you know people, they think they don't have an ego. So we all have egos recognizing if they're sensitive. Here's number one. The 5D person will know that of course there's going to be emotions and thoughts that come forth from disagreeing with people and basically having other people to share the world with. The closer, the more you're related to them and sharing space, the more that can take place. Because not only are there different personalities, but there are also those lovely nervous systems that we get to understand. So the infant, as Gabor Mate says, no infant, no child has the same parent because the parent will react to every child differently. I'm a twin and it's true. Like I have a way that I will have my mother react versus my twin and here's where when people want to get into the who started what first it's kind of like the chicken and the egg you don't know this what you do know is that uh, we are nervous systems and brains and bodies and people and the brain science and the neuroscience is showing how the infant will absorb its environment and will learn to co-regulate now those who are 5d self-empowered enlightened we don't do where we need to um, not need to we co-regulate with awareness we notice it and we tend to our own inner world immediately from whenever we are engaged in a safe and social body in a ventral vagal state we're not afraid of other people's thoughts and emotions we don't succumb to fear at all we don't know shame cycles you know love cycles to so the story of forgiveness back to this is where person who's a 5dc person in the enlightenment Soul age group will always be inclined to be unconsciously loving this does not mean they don't have the same motivational systems as other people because we do that's the whole point we're a human body okay so those human elements very important the spiritual elements when we're dreaming we know that it's related to the collective immediate extended and to our own stuff because we are consciousness so subconsciousness and what is further more important to know is that a 5D person is always and only self-empowered. This means they will tend to their self's needs immediately without asking anybody else. If they need help, they know how to ask for help. If help is not provided, they know how to be okay with that. But they also know there will be a processing, a metabolizing of that not being seen, heard, accepted, and or validated in their vulnerable places by loved ones. So it means they know that there will be a moment, this forgiveness word. So as a kid, probably I used it because I was taught it with Jesus and God. At certain points, I realized that this is bullshit because nobody needs forgiveness. We are all just people who are going to be imperfect all the time. Why are we using this word? Because. Here's where it's about communication, conversation, and people caring enough about each other to continuously allow explanation, conversation, exchanges of ideas, and yes, explanation. You know, when I see people going down the route of thinking they're self empowering themselves by saying, you don't need to. Explain this, you don't need to do that. Or, you know, if you're too lengthy, this is what you're doing, this is what you're blah, blah, blah. All these examples are one personal. And the way a person knows what's the deal is how you feel inside. So, when I, for example, share, I can notice when I'm getting agitated, which obviously then indicates to me that I am starting to feel unsafe, right? So, I'm starting to explain in a way of insecure within the situation if you're able to be the owner of your own self which is what a 5d person is you're able to notice and immediately allow your nervous system very straightforward and your mind to get back to ease there's no need to get agitated so the practice is within your own peripheral view at all times I'm 42 I've been practicing this for quite some time I've always unconditionally loved everybody around me and that knowledge of when agitation takes place and when uh, uncomfortableness takes place indicating one's own preferences or not is also always clear without being subject again to this defense or attaching. So the person who is in the complete oneness consciousness, full consciousness, doesn't subject themselves to having to get the approval of an aloof acquaintance or a loved one for that matter, does not deny the fact that that being unseen, unheard and validated is not something that means the world, meaning it's important. And so that emotionally speaking, can have its own effects, but the effects are not permanent, they're momentary. And they're momentary because there's an interaction of one or two more people that are indifferent nervous system responses, implicit memory responses, so you know, the right brain, the right brain, and there's a whole bunch of other aspects culturally, uh, which involve personality, but really every person has their own way of adding up what happens in life, their own stories. Okay, so if you're a person who's in oneness consciousness, your story is unconditional love, your story is equanimity, your story is neutrality, your story is, and you don't need to forgive people, because people don't need forgiveness and you are not somebody who needs to be forgiven either because imperfections are a part of what life is lack of predictability because see imperfections, flaws all of those things are in a space of somebody saying I don't like that which is in a space of somebody having an opinion which is in a space of somebody reacting to that which they did not think would happen lack of prediction okay so when it comes to our relationships people are always unless they're not in this arena of, they're not seeing their own ego self. Whenever I get in any way, shape or form upset for a while now, it's always an indication to me that I get to expand consciousness because I get to see this energetic spectrum which is vibing in this beneath the neutrality belt but really what's going on is my nervous system and my right brain hemisphere are interacting with another person and or situation. And so one, once you're completely whole with your oversoul pieces, which means you've had all those interactions with twin flames, soulmates, all of that, or even without the titles, but you've been through all your lifetime so far relationships and you can look back and know exactly what each brought to you. And this means everything, all of the emotions that were part of it, all of the day-to-day experience, everything not even one little comma left behind okay and here's where when it's when you are in an enlightenment space which is where some of you are right now you bask in this amazement of the journey that you've been able to be given so far with 5d here those of us who are in the enlightenment soul age group and a constant expanding consciousness voice and 5dc personalities We're getting to be safe and social with our loved ones, our past, our present, and our future without needing to know. So our dream states are coming through with messages for some of you. So I had some messages, that's why we're talking about this again. And it was intriguing though, because the messages are that uh, adapting to the new that has been dismantled from the old, but that still holds important energetic spectrums because of them being a part of what you know completes your family your emotional spectrum your balance your 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 everything you are who you are thanks to all that has come your way but primarily thanks to you being able to see how to work through with equanimity and so you don't accept breadcrumbs and you don't breadcrumb. You don't do the halfway. Your choosing to be in a state of love is why you have been always and or continue to be integral and committed to all your relationships. The parts of knowing how emotions and thoughts work together and how that nervous system as a person will want to attach and or defend you sitting in zero is you in the ventral bagel, but this doesn't deny the time it takes for our actual physiological brain to metabolize. Metabolizing is how we get those charge states to zero. And plus life is every day with something that is new, which is why there are themes and usually those themes are repetitive, but the pieces change. <laughs> because you're gonna have new pieces to test out, new things to test out, not because you gotta test out, but because there's that version of expanded you and it doesn't change what pulls at that heart. So here's where I'll, I'll share a story. Let me see if I can share it as an actual story. There is a group of people, they're all friends, okay? This is one of those ceremonies, a type of shamanic ceremony. There's about, I'm gonna say five, six people one person is a stranger meaning they were brought into the group so they don't know this group and they're we we're talking about people who have clairs so between um those who are tarot readers those who do white magic or just magic they call it so magic i forget if it's wicca or whatever but um candle right and uh what's the other words uh, shoot um when they're doing those, anyways, ceremonies with candles and, and oils and scents and stuff like that, I don't, I don't usually partake in those because I believe it's like prayer and I'll, I'll pray. Plus, it's, it's, uh, the rituals are habits. They come from the past. You don't need that. The consciousness is an energetic intelligence. So all of that is unnecessary. It's about you knowing what you believe in and then if you disengage from it, you'll see that it still works just fine because it's not a belief system we're energy so all of these clairs are simply a modality of tapping into an energetic spectrum and it's just that not everybody can see colors not everybody can you know read tarot not everybody can because they're not trying one but they also don't believe in it and this is where again they don't have to believe in it for it to be true because it's energy but it's also something that they won't be involved in they're not interested crystals crystals so there's this group of five to six people. Again, one of them is a stranger. They're all, there's mostly women, maybe a couple men, and they are doing a ritual. It's a type a shamanic ritual with fire, okay? And one person is leading. So one would be the, the person who's considered the, um, uh, the wise one of the group, right? So the, they would be, there's names that people use for these people. I don't, I don't do these groups because they tend to uh, be, they're just like, uh, they're not in 5D, they, they're, they're limited consciousness and they do things in a certain way that disrespects other things and so it's just all separatist consciousness is not a fun place to be. Because of the way that they don't actually use energy. They don't use it with expanded consciousness. They use it with limited consciousness. And having to subject myself to that. Just kind of like, mm, not really. I'll respect your space. I don't want to be a part of it. And right here is where we can find that awareness of likes and dislikes. Right right now. Okay. So life is necessary. Emotions, thoughts, changes, differences. Unnecessary. But there's a level of... Protectedness for our energetic spectrum that a person who's empowered will hold. And really any person will hold. Our body does not like the lack of predictability. It wants to know whatever's being presented to it. And if it's unfamiliar and it triggers implicit memory because there's something beneath the surface, there will be a reaction. 5DC person will know this and they will not pick a side. They will be aware of what they're in. And they will accept and they will also be aware of their own ability, belief system as it is, without having to flex down to anything, bend down to nothing. We don't bend down. So you stand still in between two worlds, two energies, two realities, two truths, if you will, two two thoughts, two spectrums with the knowledge that both exist there's no inner critic outer critic this is why there's no denying and there's no withdrawing there's let me stand here it represents no threat these are emotions thoughts this is an energetic spectrum no threat no physical threat is here i don't need to move when the two become one you say mountain move and the mountain will move It's very straightforward so we see with our eyes we see with our hearts we see with everything expanding consciousness so these groups I do not prefer them because of the way they will end up as they converse towards humanity, which would be disrespecting our species as a whole and talking about themselves as if they're from some other planet, which they've only had a dream state through, which still doesn't give you the right to talk about people a certain way. This This is where Kali comes into the mix. So there is a complete, like, dude, stop. Stop comparing yourself to others and then, creating as if you are special versus others because you have what really is energetic tapping into not some special ability that you were getting you know so you're mixing up times and it's not about the mixing up times as much as it is you're disrespecting other aspects of life with your modality of conversing it's not about the rituals you do the rituals it's the same thing as people talking about walking under a ladder and it bringing bad luck Yada, yada yada so it's more about being in a coherent state versus this divided separateness so again the group setting is this: people who have a person they're following like their leader and so for a 5d self-empowered enlightened person this is something that already throws us off because no human being is better or more knowledgeable than another we don't care what gifts you may think are gifts this does not make you in a seat of tell another human being what to do with their life like that's very much calling combat so we see the individual and we don't like that the individual already is taking this ownership of other pieces of life we don't like we group leaders that give themselves labels in a certain way and that actually move into spectrums and circles as if they are here to tell what to do support mentor guide add add yes adding to something that already exists giving empowerment so saying you're the owner of your life i add to your life this means i share something but by the way you follow your own guidance that's creating an independent human being versus what the we group leaders do But those we group leaders, they actually pull at each other's heartstrings because they have attached defense that matches up. So this group setting, again, a 5D person will be aware of why they don't want to be there, but they'll be open to the experience because we know that it's through interactions that we break down these towers, these unnecessary belief systems that we've been given because that's how the mind will be able to make sense of things. As a person, when you're in 5DC, again, you're aware of your body, your brain, your nervous system, all of it. You're the one who tends to it. You're the one who works with love, unconditional, and you're the one who's open to all types of situations because you don't need to prove yourself. You're participating in life, knowing that it will lead to more, again, expansion and balancing and you being more and more of that core, full consciousness that you are. So for everybody is different that's why we don't need this forgiveness stuff in this group between all these people being happy to be there the 5d person gets spotted by this individual that i forget what they call them yes they call them masters which really that word is like beyond me ah uh, but the masters teachers or my guru whatever it is um i'll call sad guru my guru but other than that mm-mm. Uh, And even with Sadhguru, he's a guru, but he's not my guru, meaning I led life with a lot of different teachers in my life, not just one. Um, So this individual points at the 5D person and initiates engaging with their heart chakra. And the 5D person, who's obviously aware, immediately feels this person invading their heart chakra space. And so they turn off, meaning they block this person from entering their field. And the individual who's considered by all these other individuals as enlightened, as this master, uh, looks at the 5D person as if in, dis- in, in unapproval, disapproval, um, basically where they're, they're disapproving of what this person's doing. They're saying, no, don't close your ha- heart off, let me in. And it's not in a way of being, what's the word? It's not in a way of being invasive, but they're still doing this, I'm, I'm trying to help you kind of thing. So they're not understanding that the person on the other end of the spectrum is reacting to their invasion of this space because the person didn't ask, they just did. Since everybody else in the group is basically bending down and over and adhering to this individual's quote-unquote power, she's just used to doing something like that. So there's this uh, look of the 5D person recognizing that the other because they've taken kind of this offense like oh my gosh why would you not trust me kind of thing like i didn't i'm actually a very very loving you know person why would you not trust that and and there is this interaction that leads then the 5d person to say you know what it's not a big deal it's only energy they can't really do anything and they're this is a ritual. This is something that they're in the habit of doing. So this circle of people, they just allow this woman to do this stuff because they think they need this. <laughs> and so because there's this frown, the reaction of the 5D person is to allow open up the heart and then allow the person to do this little ritual that these people are used to doing. Nothing happens. There's a there's a fun. It's like a game. So it's, it's like this game of sorts. You know, when you play games and you follow the rules of the game, same idea. At the end of this game, you know, everybody's gathering, getting together, talking about what they experienced, what they didn't experience. And the lady who is supposedly this master, uh, the wiser one of the entire group, the teacher, the leader, goes around sharing with people what uh, they experienced and what messages they have for each of these people that they've basically done whatever it is, because they're not a Reiki master it's more of i I, i'm trying to think of words for some reason (laughs) i don't have words with it with this uh story today but there's a specific word it's from the shamans probably that i'm getting this which is why i have not looked into their different types of of words um but they have what is like a tribal state right so it's a shamanic thing with tribal people in the sense of tribal rituals and as this lady makes her rounds she ends up near the 5d person talking about uh forgiveness you're choosing not to forgive and then goes on to talk about this way of closing off the heart chakra as if there's a lack of wanting others to enter and help and support and the 5d person is looking at them like uh you know this entire time they're only there to be nice to the person who invited them they're not there for the ritual they're not there to be initiated they're not because they want to be a part of the group so this person's words essentially are unimportant and yet at the same time there's an open ear to it an open ear why okay so here's where as you move into your own enlightenment so age group with this awareness of those human elements of those spiritual elements declares the metaphysics the zatarism You're aware of having your own subconscious and conscious and your own history with all relationships. So we all have an ego, this is the part. And here's where spirituality can come in and where you dismantle this karma, the likes and dislikes, and you sit in Dharma. And you don't say, this is good or this is bad. The reaction that I had is good or bad. The reaction this person had is good or bad. You don't contemplate from an egoic, standpoint this is good or bad but you notice the sensations of your body first of all because that's where your nervous system is engaging with defense and attachment and the first place you metabolize is the body allowing you to say we're safe and social here what has just taken place Is not of any existential consequence. These are thoughts and emotions, and these are different types of belief systems between people that are interacting and that are not in a vibrational match. They are not vibing in the enlightenment soul age group. They're not even close to enlightenment as a whole, full consciousness. They're in the in between, navigating a spectrum of separateness consciousness, ignoring. A lot of different aspects that have taken place in an entire setting because they are inclined the group to be we group people they want to be approved of by each other they believe in rituals in a way of it clearing out and fixing something and yada 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 while a person who's in 5d knows we don't need fixing this is not about fixing this is a day-to-day Flow that we get to experience and so every day there's a mix of emotions and thoughts that can take place and here's why forgiveness and healing and tower moments are not actual things that need to take place as if there's a moving backward or forward that's why for 5d time don't exist time and place time and space meaning that every day is a new day but at the same time we accumulate those new days meaning we have experiences because of course you know the biggest thing is about being grounded and so i'm 42 years old i have 42 years of experiences with my loved ones now this story the intriguing part is the feeling of uh, i'm gonna use the word guilt because that's the depth of feeling on the end of the 5d person who felt obligated to meet the social obligations of the group because the master lady did a frown and that frown is kind of like when a teacher will you know do that or parent anyone or any one of us to somebody else when we make a frown it's our dislike and so this is where some could lead their own self to shame if they have that unworthiness guilt is "Mm, i did something wrong i'm broken okay and then we got fear i can't move forward and then anger it's unfair But for the 5D person, there's the recognition of that emotion of guilt being a consequence of another nervous system in the room frowning at them. Which is why again, sitting in zero land is what the 5D person does. And then being able to contemplate such an experience without negating, we don't deny the the one's own emotional experience, nor do do we withdraw from the environment as a whole. Because thoughts and emotions are of no existential consequence, and here's where you'll know if you're self-empowered in the enlightenment, so a person, when you feel, if you wake up ever from your dreams, which is what the 4D people don't—they don't process and metabolize their emotional states when they wake up, they start to fall into their stories and they live those conspiracy theories and they don't actually move into beyond the physical energetic plane and therefore into more of expanding consciousness land which says these are you know if I'm in a social circumstance it's natural for me not only to co-regulate without knowing immediately that I'm co-regulating once I notice it that's where I gain the visibility and can get myself to where I wanna be in my own body and then I'll be working through those different energetic spectrums present and those different societal opinions because those thoughts and emotions are affecting those people's nervous systems in the meantime. So there's an awareness that you're gonna be surrounded by different energies but if you and when you actually get yourself to be in your intuitiveness present past future all of it in one go not uh, saying no or yes basically witnessing this offer this situation that is not sitting with you emotionally quite right but instead of leading yourself to thinking of it in a way of either self-sabotage or something that is strategic meaning these people there's something wrong judgment right so you are engaged with no suffering, no uh, spite or envy or jealousy or thinking of things when it comes to the institutions and structure as good or bad, but knowing you're your own hierophant, you're your own teacher, you're your own everything. If you're engaged though with these situations, it's natural for you to have an interaction. So again, you're always leading yourself back to taking the lead in your own fool's journey your own expansion of consciousness mastering the mind and the heart and the body in a way that provides you with a tangible grounding of you sitting in that too and always looking to the future while the old is already behind you but the old is still part of you the thing is you've got clarity and you're your own emperor so you're wielding that wheel of fortune without any issue because everything that doesn't serve you emotionally that does not match your own heart's passion your own structure of what is success you let fall this does not mean though that it doesn't require the time to metabolize so here neuropeptides charge states when you get out of a dream state okay so the story that i shared with you is from a dream state but it can actually and i've seen them take place with people that come to me and they complain about these groups and I usually tell them to stop engaging in any of the clairs with these belief systems. And I say, we're energy, you're energy, I'm energy. This spectrum is an intelligence. It's not about God, it's not about universe, it's not about source, it's not about anything. If, if you really want to do any good, go and learn from sadhguru about consciousness and then start learning about your own body and the nervous system and the way your brain is uh, worked meaning created meaning organized excuse me and long story short back to though the healing that takes place from our dreams and it's not healing because you are unhealed or broken it's because of growing your own self-empowerment more the guilt i want to go back to this word okay so it's something that we can all feel because we don't meet society's expectations at all the difference is the self-empowered person recognizes it and knows there's no need to feel guilty there's no need to feel ashamed there's no need to feel afraid and there's no need to feel angry Shiva and Kali with Krishna Lida are there they're there because you're a person I'm a person and we will always have differences pure and straightforward the empowered person will not subject themselves to be any different than who they are. They will look in the face of that which they dislike and say, I don't like you. I will be polite to you, but I don't like you. And I will let you know because that's what it means to be authentic and genuine. While others will think, but that's you being rude. Those of us who are autonomic, autonomous, excuse me, <laughs> autonomous autonomous autonomic nervous systems meaning those of us who don't react we stand we stand in oneness we're not comparing this is why when the two become one you will say mountain move and the mountain will move so you'll stand there i've stood there before where i have a sense of guilt for personally because i know people want something different from me and i'll be like this is not who i am you don't have to like it and we don't actually have to be in a room together There's no wavering whatsoever at all, not even a hint. What I try to learn is how to um, embody more of an ease facial expression and work with prosody, my tone, because those are two new words that I know thanks to Stephen Porges and understand that that would be me being able to engage even further with my ventral vagal state, which is great because I definitely want to be in a safe and social body heart and mind and enable myself this is where the spiritual process when Sadhguru talks about putting your personality to the side as a spiritual process this is where is that functional adults forgiving nuanced are able to learn new skills so this is a new skill for those of us who love humanity it's a great skill it's not because I'm made wrong it's because I can learn to do it because I'm my own body person who loves again to be their own self will learn how to coexist naturally speak why not why not when I know that if I'm standing in a specific uh, space with a posture and a tone and a face and that will lead to intimidation if I can learn how to disengage from intimidating but still standing in the same way why would I not do that it sounds kind of fun to me so here's where 4d 3d people they have dreams they start doubting everything about themselves everything and it's always driven me quote-unquote crazy driven me because I don't actually engage in their self-doubt and what I mean by that is um, fear as you've been hearing me say is something that I've accepted will triumph time again and again and again and again and again with all people That disregard that they have an option to be their own true selves, their true selves as a person, to be yourself with your flaws and imperfections, to unconditionally love yourself. So as long as people don't want to do that and they succumb to fear, societal pressure, so be it. Some of us, we don't succumb to societal pressure. If if we did and do, it's as young teenagers, and it's not succumbing, it's really choosing for the self-empowered person. Because here's where fear doesn't triumph we actually consciously know we made choices and we consciously know what those choices led to and we consciously take ownership, which is why when guilt comes up because of societal compulsive people wanting to tell us how to lead our life, we're like, "Mm mm-mm, guilt, you can sit there, I'll process you later. I ain't doing shit if I don't agree with it. Very straightforward. So we don't back off because we don't have a way of uh, un- being unknown to our own consciousness versus the societal group those who care dare to do the unpopular expanding consciousness cares about life we don't subject ourselves to fear and this is why when we did if any of you as teenagers disregarded your own heart you know what I'm talking about and you will have remembered those moments very clearly when you went against your own consciousness Because those are the very lessons that those of us who are expanding consciousness don't forget. And it's the exact moments where you said, I will not adhere to any of what is outside of me, societally speaking. The people who succumbed to fear have a shame cycle, not a love cycle. And they will point a finger either at their we group leader to say this is why i am who i am and i'm right to be so or they'll point a finger at uh, whatever it is that they think uh, is to blame the self-empowered point person doesn't point a finger at everything outside they point a finger at their own body and they say this right here this I accept the consequences of every single one of my words, my actions, all of it. I will learn. I will do what I need to do if I need to fix anything. But see, here's where, again, thoughts and emotions are of no existential consequences. So somebody can tell us that they think we're a piece of shit because we eat meat. We'll look at them and be like, thank you for letting me know your opinion about me. I'm so happy that now I know that you think that way. That it really, it's a zero. There is not even a flinch inside our body guilt part so back to this is where understanding how people relate to each other so if they have a leader and they think this leader is like you know an angelic kind of figure and they're actually also with this same person taking on this role without creating a community but they're creating a hierarchy okay And so the biggest, biggest, biggest difference you will always know, a 5DC person has no leaders. They look eye to eye with everyone. They learn the structure. I remember learning that I had to respect my elders because I was read those 10 commandments from God. One of the only reasons I held my thoughts back was because I was being told that this is something right to do. I was a child also. As I started to get older, I started realizing that "Mm, I'm not sure why I'm respecting these people who are not being kind to each other, who are being rude. Some people that were adults spoke things that are completely untrue. And, And there's not anger, there's not anger. It's more of, I, why? just doesn't make sense (laughs) meaning I thought adults were supposed to be well behaved and so when a person who's an adult is a rude rude person who essentially is a trauma attachment person FYI Um, yeah you know I, I have short time all I'm gonna say is the 5d person has no leaders so nobody can look at them and they will feel tiny no 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 we don't feel tiny We just know that we learned how to respect structure. So we'll look at you, we'll respect whatever societal, cultural BS we're in, and we'll feel the nervous systems around us and our own self and know that whatever guilt or shame may be coming up, it's BS again. And it's just this body that is in a room with a bunch of people who apparently think they need to subject themselves to some other person to learn about themselves. Like it's really just one of those things where Shiva comes in. Krishna, Leela, you know, you name it. The whole party's there trying to just stay there. It's okay, you know, again, remembering that thoughts and emotions are of no existential consequence. And Jesus, Jesus is in the mix too. The part about having compassion, uh, I forget that sometimes. But it's because once we're in this setting of our own, like, dude, don't fuck with me. It's like, dude, don't fuck with me. So our survival brain mode is like trying to stay with Shiva, and make sure that we are mm, waiting patiently to see all of the pieces of this puzzle before we make our judgment call on what's what and again while other people they'll wake up from whether it be dreams or being in these types of group settings they leave and they leave and then they begin this entire questioning So what they had made progress towards, they dismantle completely and really what happens is they just repeat another circle, another cycle of something. For those of us here know, we we actually are able to differentiate. We know what's ours, we know what is not ours and what is of a group setting. We know that we're part of a group. So of course we're going to co-regulate and we're going to have these emotions and these thoughts that come about. And so here's where those statements that were made by this uh, person who's that shamanic lady, wisdom person, as she is genuinely in a place of uh, ownership of her role, also providing what she knows is support to her group of people. The look of disapproval, which was really more of this frown, her frown towards the 5D person was because that frown is The person's dislike that the 5d had shut their ability to tap into them off so they just immediately it was you're off you're out what are you doing and so that was the first time it ever happened to this lady obviously and that is why this look but this look then led them to give their own opinion of what that interaction was so them saying you're choosing not to forgive you're choosing to close your heart off you're choosing not to let people in and let them help you. You're pretending that all these things are going well. And in the meantime, you're not allowing your community to help you. This is the opinion of a weak group person who wants that person themselves, wants to be involved in other people's emotional stuff. Okay, so it's not a good or bad thing. There's an ability for an individual who has their own ownership of their own emotional state to know this is bullshit. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Forgiving, not forgiving. What are you talking about when it comes to letting me be helped or not helped? So again, the person's like, no, no, no. Why? Why? Because a person will know if they seek help or not. A person will know in their body what emotions are being experienced. A person, and these are 5D, self-empowered enlightened peeps I'm talking about, know what's inside their entire tea so some human being doesn't matter what your label is telling them you don't know your own self we're going to be in a flinch of a guilt for that whole societal thing and out of it like that there's no second-guessing there's knowing exactly what just took place you not only took your own uh, ability to do what you usually do you didn't expect to see what you got you got it you gave your interpretation And then you went about sharing that interpretation with the person, with your genuine kindness, because this is where people are always genuine. They're always genuine. It's the 5D person who knows what's what because they know who they are as a piece of life. And because they're not part of these we groups, because they don't need somebody to guide them or tell them what's going on with their heart or their emotional state or their mental state or their physical state or any of it. This is why, again, we don't look to people from below up or up down. We look straight. And if somebody's wanting to look at us from above, below, we are like, mm, I'll accept it just because obviously I don't need to do anything since this is all a figure of speech and it's just a perception. But we'll stand very straight and still and in zero land and not flinch when it comes to a lot of thoughts and emotions. And that's why then those others they don't really read the room they don't read the room well if they read the room well they would know what they were saying so again forgiveness emotional intrusion and or not intrusion meaning an individual who thinks they're saving other people through these clairs versus knowing we're all a big ball of energy and we all our nervous systems with right brains that have implicit memory, so our subconscious, our theta brainwave states, we're all, also with our left brain, we're all people. The self-empowered person will have healthy relationships and a healthy relationship with their inner world, which means they don't need to engage in anything. They choose to engage with, for example, going and get a physical massage, or going to get Reiki, or going to get a tarot reading, the person who is the owner of their own individual day-to-day life is not needing another person to tell them what to do. They don't have leaders. They have teachers, guides, gurus. These are masters that empower them. They don't actually engage with those who think that they know answers to their life. We, we don't do that. Those, those groups are not our setting. The 4D, 3D people have We groups like that. And so whenever, again, a person is involved in social circumstances, they will be clearer on how they'll want to handle something like that. And it will be by choosing the right silence, being able to do their best to ensure they stay in a ventral vagal state. And when it's waking up from a dream that would have certain circumstances as such, it's sitting with those emotions and bringing guilt to zero because there's no need for it but understanding where it comes from of course again if you're in a setting where all the other people are saying yes they're bound down to their leader and allowing this leader to do what they do which they do with their heart it's only natural for that person to be in an off space when they meet somebody who's empowered and says what the fuck are you doing excuse me and that it's natural for the person who's empowered to recognize they're in a group setting. Let me be polite. Let me play along with this uh, silliness for a minute because it would be rude of me not to. Plus, there's that expansion also. There's the knowledge. This is still an opportunity because I am in a sitting with people. I get to have an experience that will expand. We don't sit in the likes and dislikes. We say, okay, this is what I'm okay with. This is what I'm not okay with. And this is what I'm actually dealing with. in the now I'll put to the side my ego, my preference, lead myself to be in this state, in this place, to the best of my ability to enjoy the company, enjoy the setting. And then once I'm done, I will leave with my takeaways. And there will not be likes and dislikes. There will be expanding consciousness. that will not be i'm gonna judge me for what i did or didn't do or judge them for what they did or didn't do which is why forgiveness is not needed what it is is the tower all of it is kaput it's nothing it's of course i'm a person they're a person i'm used to things they're used to things we had an interaction it went how it went the different interactions were amazing got us to do dharma or at least the 5d self-empowered enlightened person got to do dharma It got to bring this awareness of another person, another spectrum, another engagement. The balancing out is done. The scales are clear and the uh, ability to know what's what, which is we don't do we groups. Others do though, and we get to have learned something new. Really, in this case, the learning was not much i'll I'll say that it's more of being able to reconfirm what one has already decided for their own 5d self-empowered enlightened uh state and that would be for your life moving forward which would be that you don't have aspects that you don't know about yourself from the heart that your heart is open and loving because that's the point there's nothing but love for your interactions that you don't have to feel that you need to belong or not belong and so you don't have to feel guilty or not guilty because you don't adhere to these little morality book codes or these people who have these masters that they you know bow down to and allow them to just dictate whatever it is and really here compassion hat on again those people are navigating their nervous systems mammalian heritage without awareness so they don't actually see that they do co-regulate so their environment brings them solace. The 5D C person knows this. So this is why we don't meddle with those people when they come to us telling us about their masters, their teachers, their, unless it's something important. And I've done that. Like if somebody I see they're getting a bit off track, I'll say, look, I understand that you, you believe in this person, you trust this person, you uh, have full faith, but just remember it's your life. You know, these, these aspects, these clairs, they are energy. They're not actual tangible things. So stay within the groundedness. I will share input, but only if I recognize that it's important. Other people will want to share input on all their opinions of shit. It's like, why would I? And they think it's right. That's the thing. Uh, that's where we'll we'll leave that for another day but um those are the adaptive children they have an idea of what it means to be an adult from their child state their charge states as they're they're unforgiving harsh and self-preserving so they stay locked up in a specific way of seeing things which is why they only believe in institutions and whatever ones are their beliefs is what everybody else should believe in and do the five dc person this is not the case so we'll know how to be grown-ups and then we'll also know how to accept aspects of situations that we don't approve with we will do it to be polite and then for those loved ones it's if necessary because we realize that there's something that is a bit off We'll, we'll we'll note it and say hey this is a little bit off so let i'm i care for you i'm sharing i hope you don't take offense and there are times where people have been like yeah i know uh, actually are right because there's some of these individuals they just have a bit of clairs and they think they know everything about what's going to happen and you got people who are just following them with their rituals and, and a lot of things that actually are not positive for those who have a level of trauma that will then bring forth their um their subconscious stuff and then they're overwhelmed. In fact, this is why some get lost in their psychosis and it's it's not beautiful, which is why presenting to you the 5DC way is very important for me furthermore and uh, comparing so that you may know the difference. The five dimension person is oneness consciousness. We move beyond all belief systems because they're very easy to identify. When I do Reiki, when I do Tarot, when I do anything in the sphere, I respect the one, two, three rules. But the reality is these rules don't actually hold any importance because it's energy that is an intelligence of its own. They exist to organize. That's about it. But they, even in the absence of them, we're all energies, what I'm trying to get to. The 5D person knows this. It's the essence of life. And there's a way that we interact with each other with flow and love And uh, I leave it at that. I hope you enjoyed. If you have any questions, let me know. Have a wonderful day.